the Weekly, weekly feed. feed. From the studios of WFPK in Louisville, Kentucky, welcome to the Weekly Feed. I'm Kyle Meredith, your host for the next hour of new music discovery. You'll want to strap in tight as we dig into new Prince, who's teamed up with Zoe Deschanel, Tame Impala covering Michael Jackson, and the latest from Toon Yards, Y-Oak, Licky Lee, and Old 97s. Now, later on, I'll also be talking with Colts about their sophomore disc, so as you see, there's no reason to think about doing anything else for a bit. We'll let the atmospheric sounds of the horrors get us started. I'm a couple listens into their new LP, Luminous, and loving it more every time. The newest single is a perfect representation of what to expect. Here is So Now You Know on the Weekly Feed.
that's the artist known as Roosevelt, giving a new interpretation to John Martin's Small Hours here on the Weekly Feed. Now, think back, way back, to the Super Bowl. No, this isn't another reference to Sean Cannon's reimagining of the Super Bowl shuffle, but rather to the great purple one. Now, if you recall, Prince made more than just a cameo on the TV show The New Girl, and at the end of the episode, even performed an unknown song with the show's star in one half of she and him, Zoe Deschanel. That song finally became available this week, and it's definitely a fun one. Here is Fall in Love Tonight on the Weekly Feed. Anybody want to fall in love tonight?
weekly feed. I trust the shame. Write the smiles in conversation. Keep me, keep the dialogue. Only reminds me that I weigh it up. Most of the time, Drew Brewis is known for being one half of field music, but occasionally steps out on his own under the name School of Language. He's about to release his sophomore disc under the name, featuring this first single, Dress Up, on April 7th, a fine holdover until a new field music ha- album happens. This is the Weekly Feed, and that was Tame Impala covering Michael Jackson's Stranger in Moscow, at once keeping plenty of the original intact while adding plenty of their own stamp. Plenty more on the way, including new Tune Yards, Licky Lee, and my conversation with Colts, all in the next set. Also, we've got a giveaway contest happening at theweeklyfeed.org this week, with the prize being a signed vinyl copy of the 10th Anniversary Deluxe Edition of the Postal Service's classic LP, Give Up. Theweeklyfeed.org for details on how to win. The Weekly Weekly Feed.
And you're listening to us telling you that you're listening to the Weekly Feed with Kyle Meredith. It's just for you. Meryl Garbus made us wait longer than I would have liked for a new Toon Yards record, but it sounds like it'll all be worth it when Nicky Knack drops on May 6th. You ready for the first single? Here's Water Fountain on the Weekly Feed.
My guest this week, that is Colts with I Can Hardly Make You Mine on the weekly feed. I got the chance to sit down with Brian and Melanie recently to discuss how their second record static came to be, and the entire video is up at theweeklyfeed.org. The Weekly Feed. Well, let's back up a little bit. Uh, so, go outside, takes off, and becomes this huge monster. You go through all the stuff of that first album, and then you come into Static. You start working on Static. What was the pressure like? Because for me, it seems like it wasn't so much that you had to follow up your debut, it's that you had to prove yourself against this one occurrence, this one mind-blowing instance. I I think I felt more pressure recording the first record than I did personally doing Static, just because I was so nervous, because we had only put three songs out and then we had to prove that we could write a whole album yeah. which you know a and lot if we of people, blew that yeah. it would have been over yeah, yeah we would never <laughs> even had a chance to do any of the things that we were doing and uh, I was less nervous I feel because we had toured so much and I saw that like we had or we had worked really hard to build a fan base so it was like I figured we weren't doing anything too <laughs> crazy <Right. laughs> the concept yeah. of like pressure too like it it, it negates the reality of how much we love doing it mm-hmm. you know what I mean like there's no concept of pressure in the studio it's like the best part of our year right. you know we get to right. go in there and make music and like you know play stupid guitar solos and sing and just hang out with each other and it's like the best thing ever so it's not really a push yeah, so not, much. I mean it's not like it's not scary it's, yeah. it's exciting so, so then you say it's, it's much easier the second time around I no, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah no but like, like I said, it sort of felt like our second time around doing our first one. Right. And this sort of felt like doing a third record, which was not not easy. Right. There's definitely like a, there was a naivety to the way that we approached the first one, as far as like, you know, the minute details of everything, mm-hmm. like not really knowing like what a compressor does, right. or not knowing like, you know, what instruments we could use, and this time like having the knowledge of how everything worked, made the whole thing like kind of harder and slower because we think about everything like yeah we'd hear a drum sound and be like oh I think that kick needs like a little bit more release time on the compressor and then before I'd be like I don't know it doesn't sound great fix it you know and then someone else would do it it's learning language yeah it was like really getting it in with your hands and making sure that it's just what you wanted yeah well so what is it because something happened somewhere along the way and it did work it worked for everybody what don't we know about the road to success for you guys. What what was going on in the back part that everyone hasn't figured out yet why the Colts were able to take off? A lot of work. I mean, it's just pretty much since we wrote Go Outside, yeah. which is the first song that we did, we really haven't had any time off, but we, I mean, we like that, but it's, it's not, being in a band isn't something where you can be like, oh, I'm gonna take like six months off, and then, yeah, like you just you are working every yeah. single day, yeah. so hard work. Feed <laughs> a sample of my interview with Colts, and there's plenty more of it in our video feed over at theweeklyfeed.org. One more from the new album Static. Here is High Road.
Family Feed. Licky Lee turns in another of her so-called power ballads from the upcoming I Never Learn. That one's called No Rest for the Wicked. The Weekly Feed and Why Oak beforehand with Glory. Word behind the newest disc is that no guitars were used, but don't let that overshadow the actual songs, which completely stand on their own. Shriek is out on April 29th. Now, we're not done yet. Music news next, as well as Old 97s and Jay Riotard covering Nirvana. 
And wouldn't you love to be the new owner of a signed vinyl copy of the 10th anniversary deluxe edition of the Postal Service's classic LP, Give Up? We have a giveaway contest over at theweeklyfeed.org where you can find all of the directions on how to win. Ah, the Weekly Feed. So here we are, the last edition of the music news for the foreseeable future. Now, don't worry, you're still going to hear from the crew. In fact, Sean Cannon will now regularly take this spot as he'll be talking with artists of the acting, writing, and music world about their favorite songs. That starts on April 4th with John Doe from X. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Here's the music news. Music news, music news, music news, music news. Let's do music news. Okay. Last one. Uh, this is it. We're gonna we're gonna start on sad notes, and we're gonna try to end on a ridiculous note. Ridiculously sad. In a way. Sadly ridiculous. Uh, we'll start us out on the serious note because we lost another uh, big giant of the early rock days. Yeah, a paragon of the proto punk scene. The guy who drove the Stooges. Mm-hmm. The uh, original drummer uh, Scott Ashton passed away. Uh, he died of a heart attack. Just a few days ago. So he was on the original, he was on the first two Stooges albums. Yeah. He hadn't been with the band since 09. Right, he hadn't been there for a because while. Because of health issues. Yeah. Uh, but they kept going. Uh, I, I know Iggy has come out and said he doesn't know where this puts the Stooges. And I find that interesting, and, and I'm going to play sides here, because the Stooges had been going without him since 2009. In fact, it, it was Iggy who said recently that he wanted to take some time off, and the other two guys said... Well, we don't. Right, let's do another record. So we're going to do another record with a lot of our old, unused songs from the early days, and we're just going to get other singers. But now, Iggy, I almost feel like he's using this as the excuse. To not do it anymore. To not do it anymore. Yeah. Music news! I want to move on to the other sad story uh, that kind of caught everyone off guard. Uh, Mick Jagger, his uh, his longtime girlfriend, I think of at least 10 years, uh, Loren Scott, was found in her hotel room, uh, to apparent suicide, hung herself with a scarf. Uh, I would like to point out with that in mind that she was a big part of the fashion world. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, uh, once again, not to make light of it, but a very interesting detail. That uh, part of the fashion world, and she chose a scarf uh, to, to, to kind of end it. Uh, now, the, the cops haven't said anything. Uh, the doors was locked, so it doesn't look like foul play was involved. Right. It's It seems pretty pretty cut and dried in yeah. terms of it being a suicide at this point. But it is quite mysterious. Uh, Mick Jagger said there wasn't you know, signs that he had noticed. Uh, the Stones have uh, postponed all the rest of their uh, reunion yeah. dates for right now, so scrap the Australian tour. I think they only had seven more shows, but still those are... Right, those, those are, are gone. Yeah, th- those are off right now, so uh, Mick Jagger can uh, you know, come to terms with, uh, I guess, everything. And, and everybody in the band, I think they've sent out tributes. Music, Music news. news. Uh, Chris Martin... 
of Coldplay. This sounds like it's going to be good. What do you got for me? He has been selected as the next mentor on The Voice, the NBC show The Voice. Whose place is he taking? I don't, I don't, it's a mentor, so he's not one of the judges. Oh, I see. So, so that's even worse. Yeah, I really don't. Just think about Chris Martin. Um, he is not known as the best actual live singer. You know, studio, he, he hits the notes where he's supposed to. No, he doesn't. <laughs> but live. That's what auto-tune's for. Yeah, live, um, it's he's not that great of a of actual vocalist. Right. So, <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like they could have done just as good getting Gwyneth Paltrow, you know, his wife. Yeah, that's fair, though, because she can actually sing. She, she gets out there, and, you know, she's on Glee now. Oh, yeah, that's and right. She, uh, she, she, she duetted with Huey Lewis on Cruisin'. <laughs> From duets, <laughs> she's got her own history. She, she, like I said, she can actually sing. You know, when asked to sing, <laughs> she doesn't need to have a bunch of studio effects placed on her vocals in order to make it sound like she can sing. Yeah. The, the weekly, weekly feed. Old ninety sevens promised us a punkier version of themselves for the upcoming record. Most messed up. Sure enough, that's what we get with. Let's get drunk and get it on. Gorgeous face, though it's a little odd. Tell me that you like the songs that tell the story of real love, the kind that's flawed. Let's drink whiskey into it all night long. Let's get drunk and get it on. Cheap hotel out on the interstate Well, you look so great to me This is the perfect place for a rendezvous It's got a rotten view where the ice is free Let's drink whiskey into it all night Drunk and get it on. Yeah. Woo! 
years ago, after the world lost Jay Riotard, an unmastered version of him covering Nirvana's Francis Farmer Will Have Her Revenge on Seattle found its way out. Now, four years later, it's getting an official release with this newly mastered version, serving as the first look into an upcoming In Utero tribute disc that'll arrive on April 19th, Record Store Day. That's it for me for the week, but there's plenty more to dive into over at theweeklyfeed.org, where we have full episodes, music news, and interviews, as well as the details on how to win a signed vinyl copy of the 10th Anniversary Deluxe Edition of the Postal Service LP Give Up. Our video feed series plays weekly on Salon.com, this week featuring cults. The weekly feed is distributed by Louisville Public Media and WFBK Radio Louisville. Stacey Owen is the executive director. Brad Yost edits. Chris Witzke directs films and edits our video feed. Sean Cannon and Aaron Keene made up the music news team. Charles Spivey is, isn't, is, is, is. And we get extra assistance from WFPK's Laura Shine. I'm your host. You can find me at Twitter and Facebook slash Kyle Meredith. We'll see you same time next week with the best of 2014 edition. Till then, be good. <laughs>